Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz Video Recap. Today is Friday, April 28th, and this is the Search News. We cover it over at the Search Engine Roundtable at seroundtable.com. A little sigh there because Google just posted a clarification on the page experience update. I'll have more on that later. Google's reviews update from April 2023 is finished. It was big. Uh, Google has rolled out some fixes for site names. Google is testing, te testing texting businesses to provide updates for the Google business profiles. Google and Microsoft's earnings were released, and GA4 posted more deadline updates. So stay tuned. And of course, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Duda. Thank you, Duda, for sponsoring. Duda is the professional website builder you can call your own. So definitely check them out at duda.co. Thank you again, Duda. Okay, so first up, the Google April 2023 Google Reviews update has completed. It finished rolling out after a 13-day or so period. It started again on April 12th at around noon, and it finished rolling out 13 or so hours days later at April 25th at around 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Of course, these rollouts aren't exact in terms of those dates, so there's probably still fluctuations that you might see today, which we are seeing. I'm not sure if it's related to the reviews update, but it definitely was that case. Now, again, the big update here is that this is no longer a Google products reviews, update, but it's a Google reviews update. They remove the word products because it covers more things outside of just products. It also includes things around product services, destinations, games, movies, and other topics. Any review content for the for the general being. As you can see here, the this was a big update. It was well, the first week was pretty, pretty lame. But the second week, you can see from all these tracking tools that it really kicked up. And even yesterday and today, we definitely are seeing some stuff there. So um, definitely take a look at that. It was a very interesting update. Um, like, and like I said, the, the last week of this update, the second week of the update was probably the biggest in terms of heating up. There was definitely a lot of SEO chatter. There was definitely a lot of tools that were showing those ranking updates. So definitely, hopefully you guys did well. Okay, so this next, next one is pretty interesting. I'm looking over here because I didn't post this yet when I'm recording it, but it's ready written and it's gonna be posted around 7.30 this morning. Uh, basically, Danny Sullivan at around 4.40 a.m. did a long post on Twitter. He's a verified uh, in industry business, whatever, so he could post a long post. And he went, went ahead and explained what we covered last week. We covered last week that Google has removed a bunch of ranking systems from the ranking systems help documentation. They removed page experience, they removed mobile-friendly ranking, the page speed, and the secure site from that document. So that signaled to me, like I said last week, was that maybe page experience and all those factors weren't real updates. They were more, as Google wrote themselves, concepts and not updates or not systems. And Google's Danny Sullivan went ahead and wrote um, an update explaining on Twitter what this really meant. He said, Taking them off didn't mean we no longer consider aspects of, of page experience. It just means they weren't ranking systems, but instead signals used by our system by other systems. So he's basically saying they are ranking signals, but not ranking systems. The ranking system page has changed because in hindsight, he said the various page experience updates we've had became systems and were added when as signals, they should have been added, they should have been added as signals. So basically he's saying they're signals but not systems. So when we updated our page experience guidance last week, he said, we also updated the systems page to no longer list these things that weren't actually systems, but rather signals. As for the confusion, he said, we didn't direct people to the review system. He's blaming us for looking at that page. Um, 
it wouldn't have made sense to drop it. We dropped the systems that were at, weren't actually sig- that were actually signals and not systems. He said, "He got all this." In short, he basically said Google's core ranking systems look to reward content that provide a good page experience. So that's the takeaway from this. But the page experience update was really never an update. It was never a system. It was just a signal. It's a concept. I'm super confused. But basically, this is how Google handles this stuff now. Um, page experience is looked at as, as Google's updated their documentation around the helpful content update like we discussed earlier. But it's a concept. It's not a ranking system alone, but it is a signal that may be incorporated into the overall ranking system or systems. Got it? All right. So Google posted a form on their website or on the Google form basically saying, we want you to report to us inaccurate or misinterpreted or misunderstood site names. So if you are providing a site name in your structured data and Google's not using that, Google wants to know. So we covered that and we basically explained how Salesforce was upset. The CMO of Salesforce, Sarah Franklin, was upset because it was using Salesforce with a space between the word sales and force. They said basically this is a extremely, this is basically this mistake from Google is extremely dangerous to our brand. A few days later of me reporting that, Google went ahead and pushed out an update to the site names algorithm or whatever system they used for that um, and fixed the Salesforce issue, but didn't fix all the issues that were reported in that form, nor fix all the issues that were or, or issues with site names. Google said, we're going to continue to update site names, keep submitting them. We are working on it, but we made a, we did make a push that will fix some of them, not all of them. So keep that in mind. If you had issues with site names, it might be fixed. If not, be patient. Google still working on those issues. Uh, Bing also is seems to have launched site names and fav icons. At least it's being tested. I see it myself now. When you do some searches, Bing will actually show a fav icon and a site name, which actually is wrong for me. Um, in the actual search results, there's no way to report to Bing that there's an issue outside of using their contact forms, uh, but there's no special form for that issue. Google may be rewriting more titles in the search results uh, than they have in the past. Um, as some history, they actually went ahead and did a big rewrite years and years, uh, a couple of years ago where I think about, they were rewriting about, I think uh, 20% of titles would be rewritten by Google. Then Google scaled that back up a month after the SEOs complained to about only 13% of titles were being rewritten. Now it seems like Lily Ray and Eric Wu are saying there's more according to their, I don't know, whatever they're looking at. Uh, but it seems like there's definitely a lot more titles being rewritten according to those SEOs. I don't know if you noticed that, but there are some SEOs complaining about Google rewriting too many titles. Google has updated posted a new documentation around the three types of web crawlers they have. They have Googlebot, which is their main crawler, crawler used for crawling the internet. They have special case crawlers, um, for example, uh, like crawlers that such as AdsBot and other special functions. And they have user trigger uh, fetchers, such as things that are used for site verification or when you push to like do a URL inspection tool, those types of things that are instigated by you. Uh, so those are new. Google posted that and it helps clarify what Google's crawlers do. Google seems to be testing a grid format for local results and other formats as well, not just for the product formats which we've seen for months and months, maybe a year. Um, this was spotted by Brandon um, for local results, but it also seems to be happening for other results as well, which is very interesting. So that grid type of format in the Google search results is being tested pretty actively right now by Google. 
Google seems to be testing, or, or actually not testing anymore, but texting businesses um, to update their business profile. So Google does this by sending out notifications via email saying, please update your Google business profile to say the proper hours and name and other information about your business. Google also sometimes will call you to actually call the business to say, could you validate this information that you're open today or that your hours are this and that. Now Google seems to be texting businesses for that information as well. This was spotted by Molly Youngblood. I believe this is legit, although Google has not confirmed with me. I asked them two days ago uh, if this is legit. I believe it's legit because it's actually using a Google phone number that's approved by Google and documented by Google as being a real phone number, but Google has not yet confirmed with me that it actually is legit, but we will see. Google is also testing showing the follower count in the Google search results. Uh, so if you have Instagram and your Instagram profile is being shown there, it might highlight how many followers you have on Instagram. Not a fan of that, but it is doing that. Uh, for Beast Cardell from from Microsoft, Big has confirmed that in May, it will start to show big chat information in Big Webmaster Tools. It also may go ahead and actually pass the referred data so analytics tools could get it. We knew this was coming for a while, but uh, Fabrice said it, it's coming in May. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we will start seeing that in Big, Web, Big Webmaster Tools. Big Chat has got better at providing answers to news and sports results information, while Google Bard has got better at coding and other things. So it's pretty actually impressive how good Google is at, at coding. Uh, some people say it's better at coding than ChatGPT, so we will see. Also, Bing Chat has reduced disengagements by over three times uh, for the most egregious category. Uh, this is uh, announcement by Mikkel from uh, Microsoft Bing. And disengagement is basically when Bing Chat will just stop responding or think you're done with the conversation when you're really not. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Google Ads had a latency issue uh, this earlier this week. Um, the latency issue lasted for about, I don't know, a day or so, uh, where advertisers logging into the console had errors because it was just stalling out, and also the API had some errors as well. Google Ads has released version 13.1 of the Google Ads API, um, so that's live and was released this week. Google Analytics has launched some new dates or announced new dates around the sunsetting of their tool. So it still will sunset on July 1st, 2023. It will stop collecting Universal 3 Analytics, but you'll have access to the Universal Analytics 3 reports in the interface for at least a year until July 1st, 2024. And you'll be able to export that data until July 1st, 2024, you have a year. Previously, Google said at least six months, it's gonna be a year at least, uh, which is great, but the data will stop processing new data in Universal Analytics on July 1st, 2023. That was a heads up from Christine. And Krista, Google and Microsoft has published their earnings reports on the same day. Uh, both stocks went up drastically or significantly after that earnings report because what Google's ad revenue was expected to go down. It did not really go down. It was pretty much flat um, where they had no increase, but it was not a decrease um, in earnings. They actually matched what they did pretty much the previous quarter, which is good to signal that things are seem to be flat in the ad and doing well. And Microsoft Big published their results basically showing a 10% growth, that's what they're saying, a 10% growth in their ad revenue from the previous year's quarter, quarter of the quarter, previous year, um, which is big. It was basically a 3%, 10%, depending on how you look at the math. Um, so they are not growing like 40% like they were back in Q2, Q1, I'm sorry, Q1 of 2022, but they are growing still, which is great. Um, so that's that's the analytics, that's the uh, earnings news from that. In any event, thanks so much for listening to the Search Buzz video recap. My name again is Barry Schwartz, and this is Search News we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable at seroundtable.com over the past week. Apologize for a little bit of the congestion. The allergies are out there today. 
Uh, and thanks again to Duda for sponsoring. Deeply appreciate it. Everyone have a great, safe, healthy weekend. Heads up on next week. I'll be in London for a couple days, maybe a day or so. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to affect anybody writing or the video, but I should be back uh, Friday morning to do the video. Everyone be safe. I'll be at this London XL conference from the Blue Array team. And looking forward to seeing you there if you are. Everyone have a great, safe weekend. Bye-bye.